Rebirth of Venus. I'm Caitlin Matanley, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach, a personal development junkie, an all-around Venus worshiper, and a powerful witch. I'm here to talk dirty about evolution, revolution, and how to embody the archetype of Venus, original bad bitch, every damn day. Thanks for listening. Hello, my lovely listeners. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. I am excited to share something today that I am, I'll be honest, these are revelations I had as early as this morning. I like to keep it super fresh for you, super relevant. And here's the reason. I record each of these episodes on a topic that part of me needs to hear. And this is what I know for sure. I know that if I need to hear something, then there are a lot of other people in the world who need to hear the same thing. And it's always so interesting to me when people respond to some of these episodes in my Instagram DMs, for example, and say, you know, you probably don't really understand the, the problem I'm experiencing, the challenge I'm experiencing with this, um, but this is what's going on. Or this probably seems crazy, but, and I always laugh because I don't think you all realize how relevant these topics are to my life. You know, I do I do desire to present topics to you when I have some distance from them and, and I've and I've sort of pulled lessons out of what has happened. And other times I just share things when they are, you know, really, really current, really happening to me now because I like to learn with you all. So I will you will never, 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 never catch me pretending to be some kind of a guru. I am only a leader of myself and certainly of any others who feel that I can help them. So part of this topic today, I actually thought I had talked about on a previous episode, but I looked back and I couldn't find any reference to it. Nonetheless, even if I have touched on it, you know I believe that repetition is how we learn, it is how we integrate, and I'm never going to filter information from you just because I think I talked about it on another episode. <laughs> Even in my courses, my paid courses, I actually talked about this with a client of mine, a private coaching client who was creating an offering and was worried that there was too much overlap um, between some free work this person had done that was available freely and paid. And I said, don't hold back. I mean, first of all, nobody wants a link. <laughs> I mean, certainly I will sometimes say, you know, here for more information, go to this thing I wrote, etc. But I prefer to integrate everything that can help us learn these new topics, these new ways of thinking in the moment. And so if a few of these things sound familiar, honestly, just send me a message. <laughs> Tell me when I when I spoke about this last, but I'm going to be taking a different direction today. That's super relevant to my life now, and I think will be interesting to you. Now, a little disclaimer, a big aspect of this episode will appear to only apply to those of us in bodies that bleed, that menstruate. 
However, I encourage everyone to listen, regardless of whether or not you menstruate, because the conversation today is about following your natural cycles, which is something I certainly, if not on the, on the podcast, have talked about quite a lot in my work as a whole, the importance of trusting your natural cycles. And I'm going to be referring to two very popular systems, popular ways for doing this. One of which is through the menstrual cycle and the other which is through the cycles of the moon. So this is absolutely for you, regardless of whether or not you menstruate. I think you're going to find it fascinating, even if some of it does not apply to your body. So I encourage you to stay tuned. So the conversation, well, this actually started this morning when I had a conversation with a friend. We were basically, (laughs) so we were basically, late last night, I fell into an astrology rabbit hole. (laughs) And so we're on different time zones and I messaged my friend, astrologer Hannah Piper Burns, who actually was on one of my previous episodes, The Real Astrology of Love, which... Don't recall which number episode that was, but real astrology of love. Um, Anyway, I had sent Hannah a bunch of my newly discovered astrology questions (laughs) and she graciously answered them at 6 a.m. her time (laughs) when she woke up. Um, We're on different time zones, like I said. So this conversation, though, went into sort of a discussion of the moon. And I, through our discussion, I suddenly realized something shocking. It was this. I have been following the moon cycles forever. I use the moon cycles to track my rituals, to track my business. I, you know, in the waxing moon, which is the more energetic time where we're attracting things, I launch during those times. And then I, you know, do more work that's refining what I have and and clearing out the clutter during the waning moon. And I set intentions on the new moon and all this shit, right? So I'm a, like, I'm a moon baby. (laughs) And so what was interesting is that the past, I've noticed really the past few weeks, my, my cycle, my rhythms have felt off and I'm always saying, trust your natural rhythms, follow your rhythms. When you're feeling the need to rest, rest. When you're feeling the need to bust your ass, bust your ass, whatever it is, you can trust those rhythms. And I have found overall that following my rhythms has resulted in me becoming more productive and also more self-accepting. Obviously, I have this privilege because I'm self-employed and I don't have, you know, a boss in an office breathing down my neck. Although I, I kind of am that boss in the office breathing down my own neck, but you get my point. Um, so because I had this freedom, I, I really dove in for a few months to really starting to work with my rhythms and, and trusting them, you know, trusting that everything was going to get done. And guess what? It did. I didn't stop earning money. I didn't stop having work. None of that. But here's what I realized this morning. I... This, this part I already knew, this wasn't a realization. I menstruate on the full moon. Now, many people who talk about syncing your cycles to the moon, which by the way, is not necessary. It's not something you need to feel bad about if like my, my period comes on a random moon. Like, no, sometimes those of us in the new age world, when everybody's talking about syncing their cycle to the moon and yours is like all over the fucking place, 
While yes, you may want to address that from a hormonal standpoint, if your cycle is super irregular, you still may, it, it doesn't matter with a capital M. You're not less spiritual if you're, if you don't, you know, menstruate on a special moon. So all that aside, that dis, that heavy disclaimer aside, I, uh, many people who talk about sinking their cycles to the moon, they, they, the sort of default is menstruating on the new moon. And this is in line with hormonally with the lunar cycle. So the idea is that like on the new moon, your cycle starts because your first day of your period is the first day of your cycle. A lot of people don't actually know that. A lot of people who bleed do not know that. <laughs> anyway, um, that's day one. <laughs> so the new moon. Um, the time after you menstruate is a time when hormonally you tend to be more attractive. And I don't mean like you're hotter, like sexier. Although during ovulation, there is actually quite a lot of, of research and study that like you actually do appear more physically attractive during that time. But that's another story. Um, I think you're beautiful all the time. So, you know, who cares what part of your cycle it's in? You look great. Anyway, so we, you know, we have this energetic time. It's in line with the moon, right? The time when we're creative, the waning, I'm sorry, the waxing moon, the time between the new moon and the full moon is said to be the time of creativity, of, of working on lots of projects. You have more energy and you, you like to make things happen basically. Then there's the full moon, which is for many of these people when they ovulate. May or may not be for you if you're someone who ovulates. Um, and then the time after from full to new is the more restful time where you go inward, which corresponds to the luteal phase of the menstrual cycle, which is a time when you become kind of increasingly, you know, you could be more tired, need more comfort as it goes on, right? Obviously, super huge generalization. If you're interested in the hormonal side, I recommend the book Woman Code by Lisa Vitti. Um, I read it a million years ago. Someone recently re-recommended it to me. And I'm now that I'm thinking about all this stuff, I'm definitely going to revisit it. Um, it's also a great resource if you want to balance your cycle naturally through diet. So... It's especially, especially powerful for anyone who has endometriosis, PCOS, these um, conditions that many mainstream doctors tell you you're just like going to have to take a, take the pill and just probably never have children. Like literally that's what doctors say and it's just not true. She talks about that a lot in the book. And I know people personally who have used her dietary protocol to completely eliminate their symptoms of those conditions. So. I'm going on a tangent as per usual, but you know, I just do what I have to do to bring you guys as much value as possible. Anyway, <laughs> so what I realized, it hit me was, okay, I knew that I had been menstruating on the full moon, on or around the full moon for a while. Last year, um, I started practicing Kundalini yoga regularly. And I remember clearly the month I started my cycle changed from a new moon to a full moon menstruation. It, it like jumped, which really freaked. Luckily, it meant that I got my period early, not two weeks late. So I wasn't panicking. <laughs> anyway, um, 
then at the beginning of the year, my cycle got super out of whack for a variety of reasons. And when it got back to normal, it was back to the full moon. Okay. So what I realized is this, I have been following the cycles of the moon as my system because I really, you know, appreciate the moon. I'm a witch. Hello. <laughs> like what witch hates the moon? None. Um, I love the moon. I love it as a symbol. And I always say people who are interested in the moon thing, but really maybe aren't so spiritual, you can completely use the moon as just a visual reminder of, okay, as the moon is growing, the waxing moon, you, your intention is growing and you can use that and then use a time of rest following, you know, it can be just a really beautiful, natural way to, to, Plan your projects in line with nature, no matter, even if you don't really view it as a spiritual thing. Okay, I keep interrupting my sentence. <laughs> anyway, I realized that I have been working against my natural hormonal cycles and I have been following the moon, which is actually counter to my body cycles. Now, quick super quick primer. I mean, this is so quick. You should read the book um, that I recommended, Woman Code, if you are a person who menstruates. Actually, even if you're not, um, it's not just for menstruating bodies. It's for any anybody who has traditionally, um, who has hormones that are traditionally described as female hormones. Which actually, another quick side note, they can be, you could have these same issues whether or not you, you, your body naturally produces the hormones or whether you take the hormones. A lot of people don't realize that. That's because hormones are hormones. So this is not just for women. Um, anyway, moving on. I... Where was I? <laughs> oh, right. So quick primer. The, each of the four weeks, sort of like phases of uh, this typical hormonal cycle, I'm going to call it the female hormonal cycle with full knowledge that not everybody who experiences this hormonal cycle identifies as a female. Okay. So in this cycle, it's basically turns out to be approximately a 28 day hormonal cycle. And each week, the hormones are completely different. Now you might not know this. I remember the first time I found this out and it was on a podcast interview with Elisa Vitti. This blew my mind. So here's where it gets crazy and maybe even a little conspiracy theory-esque. And you know, I love a good conspiracy theory. So the quote unquote male hormonal cycle is a, approximately a 24 hour hormonal cycle. And the quote unquote traditional female hormonal cycle is approximately a 28 day cycle. Isn't it interesting? And so I'm gonna get a little conspiracy theory-ish. Isn't it interesting that our world is built on 24 hour cycles when half of the population, give or take, has completely different hormones every week. What this means is that, yeah, obviously you can plow through and do whatever you wanna do any week of the month. 
However, there are certain things that are really difficult to do certain months, certain weeks, and other things that are super easy other weeks. And in this book, Woman Code, Elisa Vitti actually talks a lot about how you can make this work for you. Not just for people who are self-employed, which obviously some of us have more freedom, or if you're a freelancer, you know, you may have more freedom with your schedule, but even, 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 even everybody else who you know has like a regular job, she talks about how you can make certain changes that allow you to work with your cycles. And, you know, it may be as simple as like scheduling meetings if you can during certain times and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, life goes on and we, we do her the best we can. And she's super realistic in the book. So I think you'll get something out of it. So basically I realized I was going completely against my natural cycles and I realized no wonder I have been really tired and feeling like a, not uninspired, just, you know, my, my inspiration has been kind of sporadic. And when I talk about inspiration, I do actually believe that a certain amount of inspiration comes from consistency and discipline. Um, and I think there is value in just doing things, even if you're not like totally ready to go. Not everybody agrees with that, but I think, you know, I I just don't think we want to be too enslaved to any of these rules, right? So sure, sometimes you need to just like plow through and fucking do the thing. (laughs) And, you know, the way I look at it is um, I trust my cycles and if I, I trust my cycles and if I feel that I am really pushing upstream with something, which is how I have felt more often than I would prefer recently. If I feel like I'm pushing upstream, I pause, I shift focus, and you know, on something else productive still, most of the time. Sometimes like the focus is, you know, mama needs a rest, (laughs) which is fine too. Um, but I shift my focus and if that other thing feels better, I realize like, oh, okay, I'm still being productive. This is just where my rhythm lies in this moment. Obviously, sometimes something has a deadline, I make it happen, you know? Um, now, other times if I'm really resisting doing something, even starting something, this is where just, you know, regular old discipline is is valuable. Um when I feel like I just only want to start something, I'm getting a lot better at just starting it. And usually what happens is it gets easier. And then I realize I was just being lazy. <laughs> but if it still feels after a while, like I'm pushing uphill, I'll cut my losses early and then switch to another task that better serves me. So, you know, it's a balance here. So what basically what I'm saying is don't come at me with your, like, all, all of your reasons why this can't work for you. Gotta say, that drives me crazy. And I don't get a lot of it. I really don't. But, you know, you can be the type of person who always looks for a reason things won't work for you. Or you can be the type of person who always looks for how they can make something work for them. You pick. That's a little snarky. I, you know, it is the time in my cycle where I do get a little snarky, so bear with me. I'm not using that as an excuse, only an explanation. So what I realized is I have been following the opposite kind of prescribed schedule and as that my body desires. And that's fucking dumb. 
In fact, one of my favorite books on the moon cycles, I've mentioned it in this podcast before, it's Lunar Abundance by Ezzie Spencer. And I recall when I first heard about this book, it was on and she was interviewed on a podcast. I don't recall which podcast. It might have been the Just the Lively Show. The Lively Show. Just Lively. Like three years ago, maybe. <laughs> um, so old school. <laughs> so I remember in the interview, she said, oh, I know it was actually because the Jess Lively who hosts that podcast. Um, I don't think she's doing it anymore. I don't think she's doing the podcast anymore, but it's in the archives. She had interviewed Elisa Vitti who wrote Woman Code. Right. And she was doing the hormonal thing because she has uh, PCOS, I think. Okay. Anyway. And she talked about that. So she asked the author of this book, Lunar Abundance, Ezzie Spencer, what if, like, which system do you follow if your menstrual cycle and your, um, or I like to call it the hormonal cycle because menstrual cycle, like people think it's just your period, you know, and, and actually there are like three other weeks, more, give or take, where a lot of other shit happens. So your hormonal cycle um, or the moon, the lunar cycle, if they don't match up, you know, according to these kind of traditional perspectives. And Ezzy Spencer herself said, always default to your body's cycle. And I had conveniently forgotten that part in my witchy ways and <laughs> following the moon, you know, and I mean, gosh, I do love a good, you know, new moon burn everything ritual, or I should do on the dark moon the day before. But anyway, so this was interesting to me and I realized I've been kind of going against my natural rhythms. And so I don't usually announce my experiments until I'm well into them. But I'm embarking on an experiment. I'm going to follow my body cycles. And who knows, they might shift, you know, because they do shift in, in many of us. I'm going to follow my hormonal cycles of my body in place of the moon for a while. <laughs> Highly official. I don't know. I think, I think probably three cycles with about three months for it to really feel a difference. Um, I know that Catherine Zankina of Manifestation Babe talked about this maybe last year, or maybe it was this year. I don't know. She, I think, had started planning her launches and everything around her hormonal cycle. I believe she read the same book. And she had saw huge success that way. And I actually found a few resources online just, just by Googling, nothing fancy, um, of some articles and things that talk about planning your business specifically with the cycles. That was really helpful to me. So, because basically it's like this, the dark moon, which is the time in the lunar cycle where it's really, you know, I always go inward. I maybe, I stay at home, I declutter. I get rid of things that don't serve me. I burn shit, like, like burn petitions and things, you know write things down, I wanna release, burn them. Not like burn my boyfriend's you know, clothing or something. <laughs> Why did I use that as an example? So creepy. Um, I love my boyfriend, <laughs> I swear. Anyway, um, I, so that's the time I usually do that. And I've actually been engaging in those activities during the most energetic 
productive part of my hormonal cycle, right? And because I'm somebody who appreciates leisure, I don't think I noticed it so much as I noticed the opposite, which was trying to push full speed ahead when actually my body wanted a little more rest, like work on emails in the bed type situation, you know? So this is super interesting, super, super interesting. What's also cool, and this is completely, this is like one of those anecdotal bullshit things you hear, but it's kind of fun to think about. (laughs) I think we underestimate how much of what we hear is like in the content of the modern spiritual world is kind of anecdotal bullshit. And I say bullshit with total love. Like just because it's bullshit doesn't mean it doesn't help. (laughs) Let me explain. So, uh... I've heard, I've read you know, this anecdotal thing that possibly the the ancient whatever that means. Again, it's like what's that? They talk about the ancients. It's like okay, ancients where in what part of the world? What country? What culture? Like they're all the fucking same. Strongly doubt it. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, I'm being snarky, but like in a loving, fun way. I swear. Um, the ancient, it's all tongue in cheek. Witches, um, healers, were said by somebody who wrote a book probably in you know the 21st century, <laughs> who probably is not an anthropologist or an archeologist. Okay, I need you to stay on topic. Um, that's because they were the healers, they deliberately synced their cycle opposite the other women in the you know community so that they could like, I don't know, get, make tea for them when they were having their periods. I don't know. <laughs> I always kind of wondered about this a little bit because I'm like, how much do they really need like that much care, (laughs) healing care? Maybe periods were really bad back then. Who knows? Like really painful. I don't know. Um, But anyway, so some people believe that. So I don't know if that makes me like hella witchy that I have a full moon period. Obviously, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter. I'm totally joking about that. Um, So also, interestingly, like full moons are horrific for me. I'm exaggerating slightly, but I always joke that I wish just like the few days around the full moon every single month, I could just go on a tropical vacation by myself because it's not that I get very strong physical symptoms of PMS or anything. I totally don't. But I just, it makes sense because naturally with my hormones, it's a time I want to be left alone. I want to be comfort, have given, give myself comfort. I don't want to be, you know, doing bullshit. (laughs) And I'm probably, because I've been using this alternate system of the lunar cycles, I am going against that. And I always believe another little conspiracy theory thing, that those of us who suffer from PMS, that like half of it at least is societally induced. Because hello, it's the one time out of the fucking month when if you're lucky enough to have a period, and I do say lucky enough, because I'm about to give you a great excuse. Um, you have like, you finally have a, an excuse to say what's on your mind. People are like, oh, it's just PMS. It's like, finally, you can say what's on your mind. You can like eat chocolate without guilt. If like you are someone who has guilt around food, I hope you're not, you know, it's like you could finally just like be a normal person <laughs> instead of just being smiling all the time and happy. So I actually do kind of think it's a little bit of a conspiracy. <laughs> to, you know, box everybody into this 24-hour cycle when the reality is a lot of us are operating on this 28-day cycle. So 
So I guess this episode is a little blasphemous, a witch telling you not to follow the moon. No, you can do whatever you want, but I do suggest that you, I know more and more people track their cycles now because a lot of people track their periods on apps and things. And that's cool that so many resources are available. Um, I remember when I started tracking like on a paper chart, went like 10 years ago, I like people literally thought I was crazy. <laughs> I mean, they still do. So, you know, nothing's really changed. Nonetheless, I use an app now like everybody else, but I encourage you to, if you are somebody who's on that 28 day hormonal cycle, I really encourage you to see, start paying attention to, um, how you feel different times. Like for example, today I just made like a little list cause I'm at the end of my luteal cycle before my period. I made a list of like the things I wanted to do and the things I didn't want to do. And I'm going to continue doing that. Like I said, for the next three months and just, I know that there are patterns that even I haven't noticed. Um, and I'm really looking forward to, because I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> Capricorn stellium, I'm really looking forward to increased productivity <laughs> and purpose because of following that. So like I said, a little blasphemous, you can still follow the moon. I'm still probably going to like do my little new and full moon rituals, but maybe in light of my, the way I'm feeling, maybe do it a little differently. And I guess the benefit is that you know, I can like bust my ass when the rest of y'all are, are tired as fuck and PMSing or something. So of course, you know, it'll be reversed as well when you all are like out having parties and, you know, you're like, I'm ovulating. I want to you know, be social, which is a thing. I'm going to be like, leave me alone. <laughs> so anyway, respect your cycles, whatever they are. If you find a system that works for you, that allows you to kind of develop a way that you can in part schedule your tasks, you can be more forgiving with yourself if certain things are more difficult and you can take advantage of the energy you do have when you have it. Because it, this to me is all, it's just like astrology or, you know, personality tests or anything. It's really about figuring out your natural tendencies and just working with them. That's empowering to me. So find what works for you. Um, really, I wanted to record this episode because I don't want, I know that there are more of you out there who like me are blindly following a system that's actually counter to your body's systems. And, um, and I just wanted to bring that to the conversation because I know that I'm not alone in this. So anyway, send me DMs, tell me how you're gonna make the most of your cycles. Tell me if this resonates with you. As always, I really, really appreciate your screenshots as you're listening to the episodes. First of all, I love to just like repost them on Instagram. It makes me feel really happy. And I've, and a lot of you have become actual friends that way. Like this person's always listening to my podcast. Like I always immediately want to get to know the person because I know they're dope, you know, and I'm always right. So there's that. It's also just fun to me to, you know, imagine, especially people on the other side of the world to really imagine you all listening, what you're doing. I just love it. So thank you for your screenshots. Thank you for your reviews on iTunes. They really keep me going. I just appreciate each and every, every one of them so, so much. And as always, you can reach me. It's easiest to reach me on Instagram at rebirth underscore of Venus. Send me a DM. We'll chat. Um, you can also email me at hello at 
rebirthofvenus.com. And as always, all of the links are in the show notes. So check out the show notes. There's always a lot of good shit there. Thank you so much for listening. It is my desire to create content that is helpful and entertaining for you and that allows you to empower yourself to create whatever you want to in this world and in your life. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you all again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star review in the Apple Podcast app and share it with a friend. I would love to hear from you. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. DM me at rebirth underscore of Venus. And be sure to grab your free ritual guide at rebirthofvenus.com.